coming up, feedback from a bona fide bolt-on genius. I'm humbled. It's real Mensa material straight from the desks of Dunning and Kruger. Full details next. I'm John Cadogan from AutoExpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands of their brand new cars. <laughs> Hit me up on the website. This comment pertains to a recent video on wheel starts, which if you have not seen it is uh, clickable just there. I thought it was a bit of worthwhile lockdown driveway therapy in which I got the details substantially correct. However, don't put anti-seize on your wheel nuts and studs, especially at lower torque. This is potentially deadly advice. I lost a wheel in Rally of Melbourne and two others came loose because my service crew got sick of wheel nuts being difficult to remove. So they applied anti-seize. Why do you think manufacturers don't tell you to put anti-seize on your wheel nuts? It really is a terrible shame when the education system leaves anyone so completely behind. I blame the virus for everything now. I mean, it is such a versatile excuse. But it remains amazing to me that people allow themselves to think that they are experts on things such as anti-seize without even being able to spell it. And let's not forget, it generally is written on the packet. It's written on the Penrite packet, Copper Ease. Anti-cease, grease, containing copper, 500 grams. We might make a note to Penrite, let them know they've been getting it wrong all these years. Or not. So, I recently did this report about using anti-cease on wheel studs and how it is perfectly safe to do this and even advisable as driveway therapy on lockdown, provided you do what manufacturers of bolts actually recommend when joints are lubricated, which would be to compensate for the additional lubrication of the anti-cease by <laughs> reducing the assembly torque by 30%. This is a perfectly robust and even commonplace engineering practice which is routinely adopted in bolted joints across many industries. Pro tip for Carlos here, okay? Mate, get another service crew, dude. The reason your wheels came loose was they didn't tighten the nuts or perhaps they over-tightened them. Who knows? It's very easy to get distracted in that highly competitive rally environment under the pressure of time, which you often are, and you guys seem to have gone from problem, wheels falling off, to culprit, anti-cease, without all that much investigation. And I think that's a bit of a concern. It might actually surprise you dudes to learn that threads are designed specifically not to auto-undo in service. It's like a bit of a prerequisite. The thread is a ramp, okay, curled into a helix. The tensile load in the fastener is resolved into a large load causing friction between the thread faces and on the mounting face of the nut. Because of the slight angle of inclination of the ramp, the frictional capacity of the interaction of the threads exceeds any component of the load pushing down the ramp, I mean, serving to undo, in other words, even if you use anti-cease in the fasteners. High tensile bolted joints 
only ever come loose if you don't do them up properly. If they did, we'd have either a significant army of torque-wrenched, twiddling troopers across all of industry and technology whose only job every day would be to re-torque bolts coming loose in service, or else every second machine and structure on the friggin' planet would be in pieces on the floor, smoking. And that doesn't happen. I mean, High tensile bolts restraining crankshafts and big end bearings essentially swim in a bath of oil, and yet they tend not to undo themselves all that often. Go figure. So I would not be blaming the anti-cease for the wheels literally coming off in that case. It's perfectly safe if you get the talk right. As a public service announcement, I do, however, feel somewhat compelled to point out that if you drive along under power and then you lift your foot off the gas and the car shudders, this is a warning sign not to be ignored, okay? If you power on and it goes away and then power off and it comes back, stop somewhere safe. Do it soon, okay? Pull out the wheel brace and just check all of the wheel nuts. When wheel nuts come loose, they do have to unwind rather a long way before the wheel actually falls off. This is a time sort of buffer, a safety margin, if you like. In between loosening and this extreme conclusion, that's kind of how it feels. Power on, smooth, power off, bit of a shutter. The wheel rattles like that on the studs and the car shutters. That's the mechanism. So if you feel that shutter, that is like karma reaching out to you and saying, hey dude, wheel's about to fall off, time to act now. And I know this, okay, because I was driving home from a magazine track test one day, many years ago, shortly after the death of the dinosaurs, and that's precisely how it friggin' felt, because one of the wheels had not been re-talked by the service crew. And hey, we are all fallible, right? It's been a long day and all of that, but disaster was averted happily and there were no serious consequences because I pulled over in one of those emergency stopping bays on the friggin' freeway and I had a wheel brace and I just used it. So if you experience this, don't just do the whole symphony and buried ostrich head flat thing, you know, don't do that, don't turn the music up because firing a wheel into the oncoming traffic and then spearing the vehicle into a power pole it's a pretty suboptimal conclusion and socially irresponsible in terms of driving outcomes. And now you've got no excuse because, hey, you've been warned. 